Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, your mama and me RD. I'm a registered dietitian and mama of two. I specialize in nutrition and feeding for infants and toddlers. Welcome to Nutrition for Littles, a podcast dedicated to helping you raise healthy, confident, and intuitive eaters. Nutrition is kind of my thing, and I love sharing it, but honestly, the 30 seconds Instagram gave me on my stories just wasn't cutting it anymore. Join me each week as we go deeper and tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby-led weaning, and fostering a healthy relationship with food, and so much more. I'll try to be short, but I plan on answering your actual real-life questions using your examples. I will walk you through actionable strategies to help you protect and preserve your child's innate ability to listen to their bodies and eat intuitively. Let's jump right into today's topic. All right. Welcome back, mamas. I'm so excited for today's topic. We are going to be tackling one of my core philosophies as a infant and toddler dietitian and talking about what to do in a scenario where your child is asking for more or seconds or thirds or fourths of a food item doing, during a meal or a snack. So I wanted to talk about this with you guys today because it is one of my foundational principles with trying to teach your children how to tune into their bodies and learn when enough food is enough and when they're needing more and what types of foods are actually going to fill them up and satisfy them so that they can grow up to be intuitive eaters. And one of the principles that I talk about and my methods and beliefs for how to do this is by providing more when we can. So a lot of times moms are really surprised to hear me say that absolutely offer more as much and as often as you can when your child is requesting it. So yes, for example, that means when you're having a meal or a snack with your child. And for example, let's say there is a hard boiled egg, some applesauce with cinnamon and a half a slice of whole wheat bread with peanut butter spread on top. So If that's our meal or our snack, either one, then let's say your child finishes all their applesauce and asks for more, you provide more. And even if they haven't touched the hard-boiled egg, even if they haven't taken a bite of the toast with peanut butter on it, you still give them more applesauce. So some of you might already feel a little uncomfortable, and I completely understand that. A lot of us have been raised in homes where this kind of behavior or asking for more of something is not answered with a yes. And maybe the kid or maybe you, when you were a child, were told that you had to finish your plate before you got seconds of anything, or maybe you only got one serving of that food and then mealtime was over if you finished your plate. So there's a lot of differing factors that we may have grown up with or how we think our children should eat. Um, going on at play inside of our minds and kind of playing with our expectations about how our children should be approaching their plate. So a lot of times we think we know what's best for our children and we think they need to eat this hard-boiled egg. It's full of protein and they need that while they're growing and they need to eat this piece of toast because the whole grains are really important for their fiber and metabolism. 
So a lot of times when we're feeding them, we have this preconceived idea of how we want them to approach their plate, how we want them to eat their plate, and how we want their plate to look when they're done with their meal. But in reality, as much as we know our children, we do not know what's happening inside their bodies. So this is where my philosophy in feeding is by building that feedback loop of trust between the parent and the child and knowing that the child's body does know what's best for them in any given moment when it comes to food. And a lot of times that manifests in a way that makes us uncomfortable and makes us feel like we're doing something wrong or they're doing something wrong or their bodies aren't behaving properly. And that's oftentimes because we are taking adult expectations and putting it on a child. But in reality, when they have a plate in front of them that they are enjoying the applesauce and they want more, absolutely giving them more is an important part of having them learn how to regulate their intake, how to decide how much food and how much applesauce they need to not only feel full, but also to feel satisfied. So in those situations, if we were to respond with a hard no, no more applesauce, or saying that they need to finish the rest of their food on their plate before they can have more applesauce, in both of those situations, it creates a dynamic where that child then only wants more applesauce. We're going to create a fixation on this food. Um, And I'm using applesauce because this was my son. My son was a fruit monster. He could down an entire pack of raspberries, no problem. Applesauce, forget about it. He is all about the fruit. I know some kids have issues with fruit, um, and that's actually a food that they're still learning. So, um, But this is just an example. You can actually fill in applesauce with whatever food your kid tends to do this with. But in creating a dynamic where we say no when we don't have to say no, it actually gives that food more power. So you're creating an environment where you're saying, first, you need to finish these other foods that you don't like as much that aren't as good to get the good food that you really want. So in creating that power struggle in comparing different foods, that actually is quite a big distraction for your child when it comes to them being able to tune into their bodies and decide how much is enough for themselves. So remember, and I'm always going to point you back to that um, very first full episode or the second episode back here in the podcast of the division of responsibility, where remembering that your child is actually in charge of if and how much of the food we offer they eat. So in this scenario with the applesauce, we provide them with a small, let's say maybe a fourth of a cup about, they eat it all, they want more, we provide more. Let's say they eat it all again, they ask for more, and we say yes yet again, is actually building a feedback loop of trust. This feedback loop or um, foundational trust that you build with your child when you say yes to their request for more actually gives them a sense of peace and calm knowing later when they're presented with food options that they can have more if they want it. And it actually gives them space and time and peace knowing that they don't even have to ask for more if they don't want it. If we've been in a situation where they've heard us say no to their requests for more frequently, then in the situation where we're transitioning now to saying yes and fulfilling that need, it's going to take a while to build that trust. So expect for them to push that boundary. 
So in building that foundational trust with your child, that actually gives them kind of a deep breath or a relaxation when looking at their plate, knowing that they can have more if they want it. And it makes them in control of whether or not they're going to eat more. It doesn't make that decision for them. So when we say no, 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 over and over and over again to their request for more food, then the times that we say yes, it immediately sparks a scarcity mindset of she usually says no to my request. She said yes this time, so I better eat as much of this food as I possibly can, sometimes in even making themselves sick. This can be quite counterintuitive for us to think that if we actually give them more of that food or um, opportunity to eat more of that food, they might actually eat less than if we give them um, a certain finite amount and say no afterwards, that this can actually create a problem with that food in the future. So you might be thinking, but Alyssa, I don't have 50 gallons of applesauce in the basement. And I just know if I say yes to my kids request for more, they're going to eat me out of house and home of certain foods. And I totally understand you. And I am with you. Like I said before, my son can seriously down some fruit and it can be quite overwhelming and expensive to keep up with. So my answers to you are this. When you say yes, as often as you can, like I said before, that actually gives them space and freedom to eat less in the moment because they know that more food is coming and they can be offered as much as they need in that moment. And remembering to continue building that trust feedback loop between you and your child that you will give them ample opportunity to eat foods in the future and as much of those foods as they can or as they want to in that moment actually creates an environment where it's easier for them to say no and tune into their bodies and what they're actually needing in that moment. So I hope this gave you a little bit of perspective and an insight into why I recommend giving not only seconds, but thirds and fourths and fifths if you can. Um, we'll definitely be doing an episode of when to say no to more food because there is absolutely times um, where we need to say no. So that's coming. So stay tuned, stay subscribed, and know that that topic is coming because there's a time and a place to say no. But I hope that today's episode was helpful for you. As always, all my contact information can be found in the description box below or during the outro. I would love it if you have any questions or follow-up um, questions about this episode to reach out to me and ask. Um, because honestly, if you're thinking it or you're experiencing it at home, chances are other mamas are too. Um, I am planning on doing some listener questions coming up soon. So submit your question now to me to my email so that we can all share and learn from each other because it really does take a village. Am I right? All right. See you next time, mamas. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring some peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your hashtag mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review. You can find more from me on my Instagram at mama and me rd. That's mama.and.me underscore rd. And please feel free to send me any questions or comments you may have. Email me at alyssa at mamaandmerd.com. Until next week, mamas.